Do you want to introduce it? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Half. My name's Gareth. His name is... Richard. Um, this is brought to you in association with Supreme CBD. If you head over to supremecbd.uk, put in the code WTAF, you get 40% off everything, which is really good. I love the fact that you pat you patted your balls there. I am sat on a Swiss ball, yeah, so I'm kind of... It's good for my, for my back. I've got a bad back at the minute because I've... Um, we've basically been away so Ophie's been in in our bed like in hotel rooms and whatever so now we've had to and she's got used to that so now we've gone back to putting her in her own bed and she don't like it no um but because I'm such a light sleeper and Gemma is is not um I end up getting woke up like multiple times in the night so I've been sleeping down there in her little tiny single bed which my feet go over the end of see um, this is why like like it's good being like five foot five, I've got to say five foot five because I can get in Alfie's bed and to be fair I can do like all sorts roll forward rolls backward rolls, it's all sorts sausage rolls sausage rolls in there. No, to be honest, it's actually it's tiny. I can't my legs pop out at the end. But it's um yeah yeah I can imagine you crammed in. I think I've seen a picture of you um with Laura when she was a little like stuck in her tiny little bed in the old house. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So yeah. Back pain. So I'm on this ball. So you might hear fart sounds in like kind of within the show. Some of it might be the ball. Yes. <laughs> and if it comes from my microphone, I'm not sitting on a ball. So you have been warned. Um. Light. Oh. Speaking of balls. Go on. What's on on um your show this week, Gareth Ike tonight? We've got a white rhino in the studio for a laugh. Oh, how'd you get that in? Just opened the door, mate. Just came in. Oh, right, right. Not planned. Yeah. Um, no, we've we've got um, Jennifer Curry, um, who um, is a tech entrepreneur, but also had the four-year relationship with Boris Johnson. That was really quite an interesting interview. That's her, that lady. Yeah, so oh, she wow. was on. She was on the show. Um, we got a lady called Anna Toledo, which is what I called her, but actually the exact pronunciation is Toledo, <laughs> but with a teth, teth, like you know, like. Um, Far show, <laughs> Chris Waddle, yeah, and I, I, so I was like, oh, okay, right, um, yeah, don't worry about it, Toledo, right? So she's, um, she's in the middle. She's an attorney, and she's filing a lawsuit against the U.S. government for the use of directed energy weapons. And this was even before the Maui thing. Um, so that was very interesting, um, real eye opening. Actually, I was like, geez. Um, and then we um, spoke to a guy called Ewan Nierman. Um, who's um, he basically works as a, he runs a consultancy firm that help people either that want to get into the press like they've been censored won't touch them with a barge pole okay or or the opposite where you've got basically a massive pile on um, you know like an electricity pile on um, Tesla that's basically you know trying to cancel someone or destroy someone ruin their livelihood you know all that sort of stuff. Okay. Their, consul- their consultancy firm tries to to help them, um, so it's kind of basically like a, a an ethical business model. Nice, yeah. but he's um yeah he's a nice guy. I got him well with him. So yeah, oh, fantastic. In- what, what about you? What's on classified? It's great that we get all these different people on as well because it's it's funny to see new people come through, especially now the Rona's kind of well it hasn't as we will discover well, today, but like the big whole lockdown and we rode a wave. I think when we started iconic on the whole COVID thing. And um, seeing all those people, some of which have gone away, and these new new guys coming through and that. But we'll always be here with our grumpy old faces, watching, waiting. Um, what am I doing this week? Wayne McCroy was on this week at the Alchemical Tech Revolution. And I do think this is probably one of the best interviews I've done, or it's my most, in like in terms of new information, um, right. he's an incredible mind. Like He's got an incredible mind for for anything that to do with systems technology and how things work and and the occult and esoteric he can so much information so he talks about dr townsend brown's um lost notes which have recently been found and they basically point out that this guy tapped into the fifth element which is the ether um which i kind of try and correlate to the the walls of the matrix the walls of the possibly the walls of this matrix it's the fabric of what we we live in so he, he puts it this way he said if if light travels um if light is traveling it's speed of light well what does it travel through it has to have something to travel through um and it 
and um, so he says that's the ether. It's the thing that, that connects everything, everything that lives within, which could be, if you're a Gnostic and you, you, you go by those, could be the Matrix, could be this fake false reality or whatever. So we have a great, really good discussion about that and the fact is it's implications for UFOs or UAPs and how we've got the technology and the free energy. And why aren't the climate zealots looking into this stuff instead of banging on about electricity, which in eventually still relies on fossil fuels anyway. So it's a really, really good one. And um, I'm pleased, I'm, really pleased it with it. It sounds as sort of in-depth as uh, this show, really. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Halfway through, we, we put out a joke there and I do some swearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a joke about Jesus, followed <laughs> by some swearing. Yeah, just to lighten things up. Right, okay, let's get into the what-afs now then. Um, you go first. Um, the first one has got to be Rona, in it? That it is comp- it is back. And it's 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 the worst-kept secret. Like, it was always going to come... I say it was always going to come back. My my thinking was, when Putin cured the Rona overnight, I thought, well, they're obviously going to come back with another pandemic because, you know, Bill Gates has told us that. And when they tell us their plans, we should always believe them. Um and, you know, the pandemic treaty was not being put together for shits and giggles. Like, you know, they, they, they had something up their sleeve. But I wondered whether it would be a new pathogen, you know, whether it would be an Ebola or a Marburg or whatever, or, um, Mark Marburg. Or, or, or whether <laughs> the they, funky bunch. Marburg and the funky bunch. Mark Marburg. Or whether they would um, just rebrand. But as you, you mentioned, the Gnostics, you know, they talk about the Archons and they haven't got much of an imagination. So I'm guessing that's possibly why they've just re- rebranded the Rona. I think what they will do to make it a little bit more exciting for everyone is either create the illusion of a new strain that's attacking kids, because that will focus the minds a bit of parents, or they'll stick some in the, in the flu nasal spray or whatever to make kids sick and then, you know, exaggerate it to, to create some kind of thing. But um, masks are back in hospitals. Masks are back in GP surgeries. In the US? No, in the UK. I mean, they're not they're not mandated yet, um, but they are asking you to. Um, I've had quite a few messages over the last couple of weeks saying that with people like I've got a routine appointment and they've asked me, told me I've got to wear a mask. Obviously, you don't have to, but they're still pushing it. Um, and then in the US, I saw um, Stu Peters share some footage um, of Target. So you know, Target's obviously like a massive superstore. Yep. In in the US, they're everywhere, um, and they they've they've already set up um, out outside pickup points where you pull up in your car and pick up your shopping, so you're not going in. So, um, which is st- dumb because the person's still got to come out and to your car well, when you're yeah, shopping. Yeah, exactly. But the the you know it's all afoot, isn't it? And now you know it's come out more where the Biden administration is mulling over um, bringing back masks for for public transport and air travel, all this kind of stuff. Um, the, the media bobbleheads are pushing it for two reasons. Some of them are in on it. Others are feeding off the clicks of um, fear porn because it gets hella load of clicks. Yeah. And also, you know, they want the government contracts, don't they? They made a while, while everyone else's small businesses was dying. Big, big corporate media was fucking laughing to the tunes of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions just off the UK government alone. So, so they're pushing it. Um, get ready, man. Do you, do you think it will take a hold? Like, do you think people are just like go? Because I, I see the media pushing it, and the media will tell you the mainstream media will tell you that people are panicking. They'll tell you that people are worried. They'll tell you that that the, the rea- they'll give they'll tell you what the reaction is, even if it isn't that reaction to garner that reaction. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. There's there'll be a few wet wipes, the same wet wipes that drove around in the car on their own with their mask. Um, some ugly fuckers will probably wear it because. They, do you know what I mean? They've they've got a face for radio, so they just wear it and they'll never take it off. Um, some virtuous fuckers will wear it because, look how amazing I am. I'm protecting everyone. Thanks. Um, but I think most people will see through it definitely. But for me, it feels like at the minute. And I was saying this in the show this week that it's it's the testing phase. It's Christmas 2021 when they wanted to lock down again, but they were polling the whole time, and then they realised, oh fuck, they ain't gonna comply. Right? Yeah. No, no, no lockdown. You can enjoy it. Because they can't lock down and have it ignored because then the whole fucking house of cards falls down because everyone knows where the power is. Um, so I, I feel like they're in the the phase of, of incessant polling at the minute where they're putting the stories out in the media and and then they're, they'll be literally stealthing on, on social media trying to judge people's reactions. And if people react frightened, bosh, 
they'll lock down. But if they if they don't, then you know I'm not sure they'll try. No, I don't but think they'll, they'll try, try something. Again. But whether they'll you know get away with it, I don't know. But, but as you say, they're going for the fear porn mag, and this is just page six after climate change, Maui fires, and um, yeah. and then uh, I'm looking the forward UFOs. to Reese's wives. Oh, I am as well. I used to like Reese's wives. Not, not the real growler. people. <laughs> it's all just mad, isn't it? I've got, um, I've got, I've lost my folder now. That's that's really bad preparation, isn't it? Um, here we are. So this is my first one. So alien vagina. See, see, that's funny because I've just said grey hair in the growler, and then you've just gone alien vagina. So it's a grey vagina. Because we're seasoned pros, we know how to link and segue from one to the next now we've been doing this for three years and um and uh yeah alien vagina we i knew that we just kind of have that osmosis i yeah. don't know if it's the right word what is an alien vagina i'll tell you what an alien vagina is i'll tell you um this made me laugh so much it's yuri geller oh, like a bit go. of yuri geller michael jackson's he handler he bent a spoon and then hung out with michael jackson um whilst he was off his head on some painkillers and went to a football match which i think was at Fulham. There's Fulham? a statue of him outside with Muhammad Al-Fayed as well. What, with Michael Jackson? Yeah, Fulham Football Club has a statue of Michael Jackson outside. <laughs> Does it really? I yeah, never knew that. Muhammad Al-Fayed owned them and Jacko died. He put a statue up. Yeah, he was a good friend of Muhammad um, Al-Fayed. What a fucking dream team that is. Al-Fayed, Jackson and Yuri Geller. Geller, you wouldn't know what you're going to get at the party, would you? That's I don't know. That's the episode of Blind Date I've ever watched. <laughs> so... Goes to number... Oh, number one's dead. Right, move on. So this is from Yuri Geller. Um, my friend, my dear friend, I received this image from a friend called Whitley Stryber. Um, Whitley said this image is probably real. So it's a little alien. Probably real. A little alien guy um, or girl standing there. And, he's, and it's, it's Yuri Geller. So who knows? He's definitely, I think, Mossad. Um, but what made me really laugh is because how you could tell it's really real. Um, so he says his friend... Um, he thinks it's real because of two things. Right. The prominent vagina is immediately evident. But why does that make it real? That's real. Because look at the look at the fanny. Look at the fanny on that one. That one's not real because that's 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 a puppet. Look at the fanny on it. Look. I thought I thought you were going to say like because of like photo analysis or something. He took it to a friend who works in like production. No, it's just a big fanny. Go on then, what's the second reason? I love this is the guy that can read minds. But that's that's the funny one. He thinks it's real because of two things. The prominent vagina is immediately evident when you see them naked. Okay. Uh, what, well, when are they not naked and what were you doing? But it's not yeah, well, commented on in good point. When does yeah. when does a grey alien wear clothes? And if it does, what does it wear? Pull your pants down. Put some Prove it. on it. Oh, it's amazing. I love this stuff. So, but it's not common. He said, but it's not common commented on in the UFA literature because very few people actually see them, especially not naked. <laughs> so, like I say, what are they normally wearing then? Did you did you see that at, at Grey? Did you see it? Yeah, but he had his pants on. Oh, yeah, couldn't tell if great. it was real or not, um, or her. But I mean, uh, uh, yeah, uh, did he have a big big fanny? No, I didn't. I don't know. He had trousers on. I want to know the second reason. Sorry, I'm stuck on this reason. I don't think the second reason is as funny. Secondly, they produce... Sorry, they reproduce in a manner very different from us. Oh, it is funny. What in the world she's doing in a basement of an abandoned building in Mexico? I cannot imagine. <laughs> I don't know. I what don't does know. that mean? That doesn't, I don't mean know. that doesn't mean anything. So she didn't so... explain how they reproduce, but apparently it's very different from us. In the but, air. But un unless they're always reproducing and they reproduce on a ferris wheel why does it matter that they're in a basement he no, just confused her, he just can't I imagine saw rich on a train saw rich on a train the other day yeah oh, what do you mean no 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 no. they they they, they don't reproduce on trains <laughs> i don't know he, he wasn't reproducing he's he, in the paper is he wondering if they were having a a little a little wank in the basement, I wonder, like, they were produced differently. Maybe he went down to the... She went down to the basement with a huge vagina and had a little, you know, moment to herself. And then you you don't actually produce anything, you just know. And there's some other alien that's in another basement, a couple of blocks down, does the same, and then baby pops out uh, in the mail. That's if, how it works. If 
this grey alien, naked grey alien in the basement has got a vagina. That would suggest that perhaps they do reproduce in a similar way. In a the prominent fact that it's not vagina got an Xbox well. One down there, it's got a vagina. <laughs> That's what they call it, though. Cool. Look at her Xbox One. The primary reason is that the genitalia are true to life. So she was surprised by the Night Watchman um, emerging from below the surface with intentions of going out into the area to fulfil various needs. I don't know what he's going on about now. He's lost it. Um, So anyway, that made me laugh. Not many people have seen the grey people without covering clothing. And this is an accurate representation of how a woman of this species appears naked. Big funny. This image is said to have been taken by a security guard in the basement of an abandoned building in Mexico in 2004. Unless this is some kind of brilliant fake, when people look at this image, it's going to be looking back at them. Quite amazing. I'm in touch with Whitney or, or Whitley almost every week. So he's getting regular, um, mildly pornographic alien um, uh, material sent to him each week. Oh, Whitley, mate, can forward us on. It's, it's like half past 11. He's climbed up to bed. He's had, he's had a few brandies as Yuri. And he fancies and a few spoons. He fancies knocking one out. <laughs> Whitley, Whitley, mate, you send us some of those pictures of the aliens with Fanny out. Yeah, all right, Yuri. Fucking <laughs> hell, mate. I've got that one. Yeah, <laughs> seen that one before. I've, I've overused that one. Um, you, you, Les. Rude. Right? I know, it's a slur, isn't it? Um, a couple of things with that. One being the fact that Sadiq Khan, um, his office was exposed by the Daily Telegraph, um, very much like the grey alien, I suppose, exposed, um, for suppressing any science. Well, he's a big fanny. That was um, that was proving the fact that this ULES thing was nonsense, that it actually wasn't doing any good, and there weren't children dying in hospital from breathing problems, which is what he obviously went on to podcasts and lied about, because that's what Sadiq Khan does. He's full of shit. Um, and so they've proved the fact that his office went out and purposely suppressed anything that went against the narrative. And you're like, in a real proper democratic world, he'd be gone for mm-hmm. that. That's the world. That's the end of the line. Bearing in mind, you know, if he if he snogs a lass behind his wife's back, he'd probably be out. Yeah, he can do something like that. It's like Matt Hancock. Matt Hancock went. Out, he got done because he snogged his aide. Yet he was lying about doing vitamin D studies which they never carried out they literally never did them he said that they did them and they showed that that it did nothing for the immune system which is a blatant lie people would have believed that and gone oh stop taking vitamin d then so and but he kept his job after that but then he lost his job for for snogging his aid it's because it's trial by media now it's all trial by media isn't it if the media say they should lose their job everybody goes yeah yeah but it's mad isn't it the things they get offended by like Sadiq Khan won't lose his job for this it's fucking outrageous. Because but... it's too complicated for, like, Women's Weekly. It's too too complicated for these magazines that splash... For Holly Willoughby be on the front that she's had, she's on a new diet. Um... I think I think he's signing his own death warrant with this ULES thing, though, Sadiq, you know. Because he he's pandered the whole time to the minority vote, which isn't the minority vote in London, of course, because London is, is a white minority. So he says all this racist, anti-white shit all the fucking time. Um, how there's too many white people in transport for London, all this kind of stuff. Imagine adding a different colour than white to that. You'd be out in five minutes. You'd be be clearing your desk, but you can get away with, obviously, anti-white rhetoric because that's fine. Um, So the ULES shit is is affecting his fan base because they've all got cars as well. So they're all fucking... And also a lot of his his fan base is obviously the, the, the Muslim vote. Well, he's pushing all this trans... And LGBTQ shit, isn't he? Everywhere, and you're like, well, I ain't pandering to that group, mate. No, he's so, confused. So, so actually, so actually, I mean, you're just following the orders of the cult. But actually, yeah. in terms of getting re-elected, if let's pretend it is a fair election, he's kind of signing his own death warrant, isn't he? Because well, that's what happens when you when you lie. You you weave a tangled web, and he's lie upon lie, and they contradict each other. And now he's like, I don't, you can't, you know, you you can't um, tick all the boxes. And that's they what won't happens. remember. That's what it's open for, isn't it? That David Brent. They won't remember, <laughs> and some won't. No. But I tell you what. What I did notice, um, my mate Kev um, shared some just on Facebook. He, he's a mate of mine, lives not far from me. Um, 
while everyone is focused on Sadiq Khan and the expansion of ULEZ in London, which is outrageous, and obviously there is this cool footage of these people cutting down these these um, cameras, they're popping up all over the country by stealth. And obviously they're in Birmingham, um, they're, in, they're in places like Portsmouth, which isn't a major city, but they're now appearing in towns. Um, and so this week they've all gone up in Chesterfield, which is not far from me. Yeah. So you're going to have to pay to drive in the centre of Chesterfield now. So the cameras so, are popping up, not the not yeah. the people taking them down. No, the ULES cameras. So all of a sudden you're like, okay, so people are going, oh, well, I don't fucking go to London anyway. Yeah, but you go to the next town, dude. Yeah, no. there's no reason. Like The ULES came out at the same time as the 15-minute cities for a reason. Exactly. They don't want people travelling. They, they don't want people travelling. And the thing is, people will go, well, I'll travel by train then. All right, then. So I had to go down to the Isle of Wight. Um to to go because my wife and the two girls were down there so i went down and i thought you know what my, my wife's down there with a the car it's pointless me driving my car down because then we've got two cars coming back up but we're coming up at the same time so i'll get a train down and then obviously then i could just come up in the same car as them so i looked at the train ticket so a train ticket from chesterfield actually direct to london and then london to the isle of Wight. yeah right 185 pounds one way jesus one way one way, yeah, it cost me 50 quid to fill my car up and that'll get me there and back and then back again because my car's like fucking mental economical. But either way, like 108, I, I can't afford that. No. So, so when people go, oh, don't drive then, just take the train. Can't afford that either. Can't afford so that I can't either, afford no. to drive because you're going to charge me a load of money every time I go anywhere. And I can't afford to, that's all, I'll just stay in there. Yeah, we won't go anywhere. Just won't go anywhere. Yeah, and you become like prisoner in your own home like they do with the lockdown. You stay in your own country. Stay in well, your that's own house, it. Stay in your own street, street, and then you 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 add in the technocracy elements to it, and then not only do you have to stay, you it's easier, or more um, economically easier. You you can't because this yeah. system's been built around you. You keep warning people, like, but they won't listen, mate. I mean, right. even one of my own I've got today is about um, Twitter Blue. So this Twitter Blue thing that's come in. Um, X will begin to have users verify their identity by having them submit a selfie alongside a government-issued ID. The process requires users to consent to X storing their information for 30 days and sharing it with something like some technology. An identity verification company based in... Where do you think this is based in? Oh, it's got to be Israel, surely. It's based in Israel. Every yeah. time. Yep. So, and then and they... they so I put this out yesterday, it's from PC Magazine, and then someone tried to kind of like tell me about their community notes and that I was wrong. Um, so the community notes added to it say, this is true, though missing some context, leading to many users mis um, misinterpreting it. Now, I'd post this as totalitarian tiptoe, so I wasn't saying that it's full on yet, I was saying this is leading. Um, ID verification will be optional and only for premium accounts. It will not be required to use X. I never said it did. It was to use the uh, blue, but also it's not required at the moment. But it will be, because then it says. But what's most interesting is this um, in this context is that the wording suggests that X blue subscribers might eventually need to provide government ID conf confirmation to unlock all the X blue features. Again, it's another way of saying if you don't comply, you don't get all of it. Yeah, you just get someone in the door. Once you've yeah. got them in the door, they, they kind of, you know, they're in the shop, then they're going to buy something. So it's coming through the systems. It's coming through social media. They're putting these in place. You will need yeah. ID to do everything. He's also, he's going to create a call because it's that whole problem resolution thing. He's going to call, uh, create a call for these sort of things by removing the block button, which is something he says he's doing, isn't it? Yes. So at point, the moment, yeah. if someone gives you a load of abuse, you just block them. Like, fuck that. Like, bye-bye. Yeah. Like, and then you just get on with your life. Um, and then people go, oh, I thought you were pro-freedom of speech. Yeah, I am. You can say what he wants about me everywhere else, just not in my fucking ear. Yeah, exactly. I don't need to hear it. I'm not, and I'm also, not stopping his freedom of speech. You can do yeah, what he likes. You, you can go around the town and call me. Yeah. Yeah. Not to my it's face fine. and not here. That's not... Yeah, no, they don't exactly, understand that. Exactly. The nuances. But, um, but by taking that away, you're going to get all these bot accounts just constantly abusing and abusing. And instead of being able to just go block, yeah. right, how did Derby get on? You all of a sudden would just get so tortured by it, especially if they have a massive pile on, electricity pile on, that, you would, that, that you would be calling for something. You know, these are all yeah. bot accounts. These are fake accounts. The, 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 can't we just have some kind of verification so we can only have real people? Yeah. Well, actually, here's one I made earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. 
because there's no re logical reason why you'd get rid of the block. Like, no, what is he no saying? What he is he saying? Why? As well, that's the funny part of it. He does. What is his excuse as to why, or his reasoning as to why he'd want to take that away? Part of a pro, uh, pro freedom of speech stance. Well, it's like taking the door off your front of your house. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you just like people. I like people. Yeah. Why have you got windows then? <laughs> well, you got a door. If you like people, why do you lock your door at night? Why do you? Why do you? Take the door off and allow them to come in and out if you like people. Prove it. It's, it's basically that. It's insane. Yeah. In it. Right. So... Let me show you this, right? This is the next one. This is Joe Biden. This made me laugh. Obviously, his press secretary writes all the tweets because he's just a clueless buffoon. He's not writing anything. No. But, but, but this made me laugh, right? Because he's obviously trying to get people to vote for him. That's sort of the point. Like he wants to get reelected or, you know, whatever, finish destroying America. So let me read you the wording of this because it's extraordinary. Bearing in mind, like I say, vote for me. So rather than basically saying, look, I'm going to make your life better. I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to sort this out and that out. He's gone for this. Right. You know, because he starts it with, you know, he's like one of those people that starts with, so... And sure, yeah. sure, the weather's hot, but don't, you know, whatever. So he starts with, you know, my dad used to say, don't compare me to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. So tonight, compare me to the alternative and then donate. Right, so I'm what you're confused. basically saying, well, basically what he's saying the devil. is, well, well, there is that is a theory going around. But the part, the, the part I saw was, don't compare me to the almighty. So the almighty is obviously almighty is amazing. Don't compare me to the amazing. Compare me to that shit one over there. And then I'll look good. And then, I'll, and then vote for me. Yeah. That's what you're saying. We're all shit. Joe Biden. That's what I read. I was like, he's literally saying, don't expect me to do good shit. <laughs> but he's even more shit. Yeah. You came, 30, you came 33rd in the marathon. Yeah, yeah but there was 36 people. So... Shit! Look at him, shithead! It rubbish. Don't compare me. Don't compare me to the thirty-two people ahead of me. Compare me to the three behind. Well, one of them died. The so. other one didn't turn up, and one of them got struck by lightning. And yeah. he was still in front of you for forty-five minutes afterwards because he had a pile on. It's, it's just ridiculous. It's amazing though. Like, I wonder what's going on in his Nothing's head. Nothing's going on in his head. He's having a nap again. Well, have you seen the video of him? Like, it's really sad. And I'll put the clip in here, Aiden, um, for now. And I don't know anything else we're going to say afterwards. Um, I'll still say it. I'm going to keep saying it. <laughs> um, the injury is Aiden's. Aiden will be or won't be with us any longer. He's not dying. Um, Still with us. <laughs> where am I looking at? So, yeah, basically, did you see the clip of Biden? And he just looks like he's dead. Like it was, yeah, but he wasn't asleep. They're saying he was asleep, but the, the clip that I've seen, maybe it goes on longer and I haven't seen the whole clip. But what I've seen is um, he looks like a ghost. He's bright white compared to everyone else. He looks like, you know, when they did the early version of uh, Scrooge and he'd turn up in the bedroom and they had a pancake makeup on. He looks dead. He doesn't know where he is. He's going... He does that face a lot, doesn't he? Oh, honestly, like, it's really sad. Granddad, yeah. Yeah, really sad, to be honest. And I know the guy's a, he's an awful person, and he was when he was Copa's mentors, but he's no longer. I mean, how can you... He, he doesn't function like a human being anymore. It's insane. It is, it is. And it makes me laugh when they call like Putin like mad and insane and stuff. And you're looking at Putin, you're like, I'd trust Putin to make me spag bowl without putting his own shit in it. But I couldn't trust Joe to do that. Uh, no, you couldn't. You really couldn't trust Joe Biden, Biden to make you spag bowl and not shit in it. That is, a, that is my campaign slogan. He'd just come out looking like Medusa because he'd fallen asleep. This <laughs> Ed, like when the babies fall asleep in their dinner. Yeah. And, they were, oh, and they've got food all over them. Yeah, he's he's really bad, isn't he? Um yeah. Go on, what's the next one? That was that was just he's just awful, and you'll see from the picture that it is pretty horrific. So this this uh, Lucy Letby um, nurse, we'd spoke about this briefly last week, who's been found guilty of of killing these babies. Although it is quite interesting because I read an article written by Norman Fenton, um, 
where he's actually breaking down loads of stuff about the case. Um, and so, the, you know, it could end up going to a retrial because she, you know, she, you know, says she's innocent and, and whatever. And he seems to think that, you know, there's a hell of a lot more going on and that actually she's possibly just the full guy for a lot of negligence in the hospital. I think she and might a, be a full guy and, for possibly. And a lot of a lot of mistakes in the hospital apparently i was i was reading in this article that there were there were points where some of the consultants were googling before carrying out procedures they were googling procedures i mean that's right. just imagine that imagine well i've that. had my doc my my gp do that in front of me many times oh you've told me that yeah i yeah. had that with a with a doctor yeah looking in a book to try and find the answer for a medication it's like if you don't know it <laughs> can i see someone else can i see someone else yeah but um but obviously she's white so therefore um you know, it's her whiteness that, that killed the babies, if she did kill the babies. Let's pretend for the sake of this story that she did. So Dr. Shola Moss Shog Bamimu, Bamimu, she appears on this morning, and she was she was race-baiting on this morning. She does that regularly. But she she, does, she, yeah. was, she she went viral, didn't she, for something a little while ago. I can't remember what she came out with, something bullshit. I don't know what she's a doctor of, apart from chatting shit. So, so... Official narrative, you've got a nurse has killed eight babies and attempted to kill another seven, right? Horrendous, right? And even if the nurse didn't do it, hospital negligence has done it. So either way, you've got seven injured babies and eight dead ones. It's horrendous, right? But it's an opportunity for someone like Shola. So this is her tweet. She's put up a picture of the Lucy Letby woman. Lucy Letby exemplifies how ideology of whiteness keeps Britain in a chokehold. They believed her tears denials, even though evidence said otherwise for no reason than she's white. A black or brown nurse would have been reported to the police immediately and sacked for suspicion. How did now, she know that? Well, that's, she doesn't. She doesn't a, know that. But I, I've got, I've got, I've got one word for her: Rotherham. Mm. The 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 opposite of that is true. The so opposite. To the, to the, the listeners, what what was the Rotherham case that you? Well, you can you can list Rotherham, Rochdale, Oxford, Derby, all these different cities in the UK where there were grooming gangs of Pakistani men raping and holding prisoner um, young white girls, and it was allowed to go on for so long because everyone was terrified of being accused of being a racist. And in fact, one Labour MP came out and admitted the fact that there was failings because everyone was frightened of calling them out. So actually, what Shola is saying here is is, is actually the opposite. In fact, if she'd been a nurse from an ethnic background or an LGBTQZ fucking whatever background, she'd have probably been less likely to have been called out because they'd have been terrified of any backlash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's insane. And then why, why does that go in your brain like her? Oh, I, I mean, know. anyone can get a doctorate. I mean, I'm not being funny. I mean, it's she don't know what she's a doctor in. A doctorate could mean anything. Just because the fact she's got a doctorate doesn't mean she's a medical doctor. doesn't mean even that she knows the hell what she's talking about. She could be a doctor of thugonomics like John Cena in the WWE. It, she, um, I've lost my train of thought now. But the fact is that how does that go in your mind and you process that as what she's spewed out of her? Because it's the, the obsession with race. It's it's the victimhood. It's the first thing they see. That's the sad thing is she's an anti-racist apparently. But if you walked into a room, the yeah. first thing she would see is the colour of your skin, and then probably second your your um sex. Yeah. I imagine because she'll be all on that as well. Of course, she must be really confused at a Vita Ligo convention. But it's there's a word for people like that, that if that's your obsession. And I'll do another one, Rich, just because it ties completely into it, rather yeah. than go back and basically do the same story again. So this guy, right, he's called Wilfred Emmanuel Jones, MBE. So he must be fucking clever, right? He 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 owns. He's so obsessed with race um, that his company's called the Black Farmer because <laughs> he's a farmer. He can't just be a farmer, can no, he? No, he's got to be a black farmer. got to tell farmer, everyone yeah. he's a black one. So they got him on um, the panel um, to talk about the Lionesses um, England's uh, World Cup, you know, situation. They, they've lost the final, but this was before that. Because that's what you want, isn't it? If I, I want to hear about what um, a farmer thinks about football. Just we've got um, yeah, we've got uh, uh, NASA have just uh, launched a new rocket to the moon. Um, here is John. John owns a vegetable store um, down in Derby City Centre. Yeah, may as well be in it. Who gives a shit what you think? But he, he his he he basically went um, right. Let me read the exact terms actually, just so I don't get it wrong. 
Um, the headline is race row breaks out after Sky News panellist claims England's World Cup Lionesses squad isn't that diverse and it's filled with blonde, blue-eyed girls. So what? And? What's your point? They're the best at playing football, not because they're blonde and blue-eyed. It's because they're the best at playing football. Yeah, he, he claims to be Britain's only black commercial farmer. Which was a commercial farmer. Guinness Book of Records. Um, said the squad was not representative of Britain. Well, it's not supposed to be representative of Britain. It's the England team. I don't think they're trying to represent Scotland or Wales or Northern Ireland. Yeah, exactly. And it, it is representative. It's not about diversity. It's about whether you're good at football or not. So they're talking... But this was before the World Cup final, right? So the, the England team has got to the World Cup final. That's a hell of an achievement. If yeah. you're in the World Cup final of fucking shove Apeney or Tiddlywinks, it doesn't matter. It's incredible. To do it at football, even more so, because so many people play football. Shove Apeney. Right? So he goes, I don't want to pour boiling water on it. But it isn't that diverse. You do want to boil boiling water on it, and you're bored, and you're angry at the world. Right. It really sticks out at you. It does if you're a racist weird fuck. It really sticks out of you. They look blonde and blue-eyed. Yeah. If it was the Men's World Cup, it would have been very representative of the Britain we're in and very, very diverse. OK, so what is... You're really happy, then, with the men's team because it's got loads of black players in it, but you're not happy with the female team because it's got loads of women in it with blonde hair and blue eyes. You got... uses a racist, son. <laughs> exactly what you are, yeah. You what, ma- racist, what, what does it matter? Yeah. And, and do you know what the joke is as well? Is is actually because there there are uh, black and mixed race players in in the Lionesses squad, and actually if you work out the number of them, um, to the number of white players, and then compare that to the percentages in England, not Britain, mate, in England, they're actually overrepresented. So, oh. so what's your point? His point is, is he wants it also attention on the internet. It doesn't, it, it doesn't just matter. Get on with your farm. You've but got all of, cows well, to milk. Just carry on farming. But for me, I, I, I look at that and, and I, I always then try and and I do it a lot with Trump, even though I can't stand Trump. It's also it's always that. What if Trump said that? You know, yeah, something yeah. Biden said. You look at that, right? So imagine, imagine I'm on telly um, because you know they get me to comment on the football national team. What with me being you know a podcaster with you, um, and it's I, I than him. At, he's a flat farmer. I looked at the uh, England men's team, which, as he makes the point, is, is very, you know, it's probably more than 50-50, actually. And I look at that and I go, uh, as a white man, it's not very representative then. Yeah. There's too many black players in that. To, 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 uh, I don't think I'd ever work again. I think ever. you should go even further. You should say that there's no, there's no, none of these are Nazis. Why is there no Chinese players in the England team? Why isn't there? Why isn't there any Chinese people in? Why isn't there any, like three foot tall, vagina, uh, prominent vagina, aliens in there? Well, that's that's a good point. Why 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 are there no dwarf goalkeepers? I don't know. It's not very. It makes little. It makes little sense to me. If you've ever been down Gerrard Street, there's loads of Chinese people. I don't see any in the England squad. <laughs> Yeah, it's, not very, it's not very representative. It's Richard. not representative. Why are there no people in wheelchairs in the England football team? Exactly. What it's, is going it's, on? It's, it's ableist. It's it's totally ableist. I just think it's absolutely disgusting. Harry Kane is out for three months after breaking his toe after being run over by the opposition team left back. What in the car park or something? No, it's during the game. He's in a wheelchair. Ah. <laughs> oh, all right. Um. This was good. Did you see? You must have seen Bill and Bex, the Flower Pot Men. No. Bill and Bex, the Flower Pot Men, the new advert with David Beckham and Bill Gates. Have you not seen this? Oh, for fuck's sake! Oh, fuck. mate, it's horrible. They're playing finger football, which is really funny. So they're playing finger football like Sabutio, but with socks on their fingers. Bill Gates versus David Beckham. And they're in a little like Sabutio team thing, kicking a little tiny like ball around with little, you know, little finger things. And it's Bill versus Beckham, Bill, Bill versus Bex, and um, it's just gross to watch. Beckham's such a sellout. You've got Bill Beck better. <laughs> That's actually quite good. Yeah, I like that. So this is this what is. What are they for... selling, Rich? Oh, they're selling, they're going on about... I mean, to be... 
Vaccine malaria. Malaria. Okay. So, so they're UNICEF talking about related then, is it? Yeah, it's UNICEF related, and also, but he's got a World Economic Forum. Bill has got a World Economic Forum. You know the little round thing with all the colours on it. Um, looks like uh, uh, what was that? That's Wheel of Fortune. Um, that's basically so. Yeah, watch the advert, guys. I'll put. I will put it in here, Aiden. I mean, if you watch that, Beckham is... I don't know how you allow yourself to go along with these things. He is not a silly man. I mean, he is a bit dumb, like, in terms of... He comes across as not very educated, but, I mean, he ain't that he's, stupid. He's not massively bright, but he's very good at, in terms of business, or at least yeah. his wife is. He probably well, yeah. just does, he's told. But that is just not going to do you any good. He's like the devil incarnate. Everybody who's not woke thinks that. And um, that's yeah, it's it's horrible, mate. Watch it. It's it's that's just tr- creepy. That's Bill trying to appeal to the youngsters, isn't it? It is, isn't it? I'm hanging out. If with David, Bex. if David Beckham likes him, then he, he mustn't be the devil. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, there you go then. So, but it's honestly, it's it's sad to see. Sad to see these people just sucking up to these cult uh, puppets, really. Right. Let's. I'll stick on a football theme then. Right. So Mason Greenwood, for people around the world, he's a young footballer who played for Manchester United. And then some audio came out of him essentially raping his girlfriend. It was horrendous. She's there saying no, and he's going, no, you're going to have it anyway. And it's, it's graphic and it's horrific, right? So obviously he was arrested as a result of it. And, and he's not played for God, a year or however long it is, maybe more than that. And, but then the charges have been dropped because he's still with her, right? And they've had a kid together and whatever. So she's forgiven him, which is pretty weird, if I'm honest, but whatever. Um, so he's not been found not guilty because he's banged to rights. Like everyone who's heard the audio, it's fucking horrendous. Um, but he's 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 got he's got no he's not going to prison. He's got no charges to answer because they've been dropped. So obviously they were umming and ahhing about what to do with him because obviously the kid's got some talent, but morally do you have him playing for your football team? So while they were arming and arming, Rachel Riley came out, because obviously everyone cares what the fuck she thinks, yeah. and said she won't support Man United anymore if he plays for Man United again, or whatever. So that made it into the news, because that's news, apparently. <laughs> um, but basically, no English club, obviously, will touch him with a barge pole, which I, I get. I mean, it's a fucking PR disaster. Right? Yeah. Like I say, if you've heard the audio, it's horrendous. So there are apparently some clubs around the world that are kind of looking interested a couple in Italy um, but they can't really afford his wages because that Man United is on big fat wages so the only real place where he'd get the wages he was on was in Saudi Arabia right where they're just throwing cash or throwing oil money at you know anyone and everyone and really? all these Saudi footballers. Arabia? Saudi Arabia mate they've got everyone out there fucking Ronaldo's out there really? They, they, yeah, they, yeah. Um, it's funny because um, Henderson who played for Liverpool he's gone out there he he was he was the the biggest ally of the LGBTQ community. He's now gone to Saudi Arabia, so he you know okay mate, <laughs> money talks, bro. Yeah, money yeah. Talks. So he's gonna he's gonna go there and be on. He's on. I think he was on two hundred two hundred grand a week or something at Liverpool. He's gone out there and he's on seven hundred grand a week. That's just I mean, it's, it's at the age of like thirty four or whatever it is is mad. Anyway, so even the Saudis have said they can't touch Mason Greenwood because of how it will appear. Um, in terms of them normalizing the treatment or that sort of treatment of women and it was like dude you're saudi arabia <laughs> you could you could get ted bundy to yeah. play for your team and no one would it would make you look worse than you already do <laughs> when it comes to how you treat women exactly but not on the pitch it's not, unbelievable, not in the beautiful game imagine that if you treated a woman so badly that even Saudi Arabia went, well, that's pretty bad, mate. <laughs> You're in yeah. trouble, aren't you? Yeah, that's the like, opposite of what Biden was trying to do in his speech, is it? He's like, God, he's, he's gone, oh, well, I'm not on bad, but I'm not worse than them. They've gone, well, we're, we're bad. We, we do horrific things to women, but we ain't as bad as him. That's, you know, they, that's... If you're Mason at that point, you've got to look in the mirror, and yeah. It's like, yeah. If, if, I was at, if I was at an all-you-can-eat Chinese buffet... And Rick Waller went, 
how much have you got on your plate? <laughs> I'd look at my plate and go, right, that's Rick Wallace saying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's not signed by anyone at the moment, so technically he's a Freemason. Ooh, that mean you. I noticed earlier when you were talking about Biden in the race, he finished, you said he was finished 33rd. I, I did. That. I noticed that as well. Didn't bring it up. Didn't bring it up, mate. Oh, that is, uh, yeah. Dolly Parton's back. Centre Parton. Centre Parton. She, uh, she supported, I think she, like, gave she some money to Moderna. Quid, was it Moderna? Quid, yeah. yeah, Moderna. So she's back on the, on the old woke uh, cult asset nonsense. Dolly Parton debuts new rock song, Weld on Fire. Oh, she's into climate. She, I thought you were going to say she'd like change the name to Jolene to be more gender neutral. Just Joe. Yeah. Yeah, JJ. For JJ. Um, Dolly Parton debuts new rock song, World on Fire, which is great, isn't it? The country icon, icon closed the show with the first taste of her upcoming album, Rockstar. Um, Imaginative. And the lyrics are quite funny. Liar, liar, the world's on fire. What are you going to do when it all burns down? Fire, fire, burning right. higher. Still got time to turn it all around. Oh, it's so God almighty. It's a middle school poem. It is. Now, I ain't one for speaking out much, but that don't mean I don't stay in touch. Everybody's tripping. Imagine like an 89-year-old woman using that word. Tripping over this or that. What are we going to do when we all fall flat? Flat earth. Liar, liar, the world's on fire. What are we going to do when it all burns down? I don't know what to think about us. When we do, we lose in God we trust. God Almighty, what are we going to do if God ain't listening and we're deaf too? <laughs> that was a struggle, that one. Um, yeah, it goes on. Don't get me started on politics. Now how... I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't ask you at all. Just, and people just think she's a big pair of tits. Um, don't get me started on politics. <laughs> that rhymed. Yeah, <laughs> did, yeah. <laughs> If anyone did get that, that's that's a that's a phrase from the from, office. From the office. Don't get me started on politics. Now, how are we to live in a world like this? Greedy politicians, present and past, they wouldn't know the truth if it bit them in the ass. Oh, she's saying ass. She's tripping. She's tripping on her ass uh, into an ass. Um, they're the people that actually control her as well, which is a uh, which is fun. But there, so now he's got. Climate change song, although that's not about climate change technically, but clearly it is. Um, she's kind I of wrapped it's it up. exactly about climate change. Yeah, well, she's wrapped it up in, in some sort of, like, love song, but obviously... She needs to be clearly. careful if she's tripping, though, because she'll break a hip. <laughs> she will, or she'll just do a full roll. be like watching a um, space hopper roll over. Two space hoppers. <laughs> um... You know, we've spoke before about, um, you know, the destruction of history to create this, you know, great reset, this this whole new yeah. start, this clean slate. Um, you know, in Syria and, and Iraq, you had ISIS who were all funded by the Americans, yet they were attacking, you know, Palmyra and stuff. They, they were attacking all this, you know, historical stuff, the ancient stuff from the Middle East, which makes no sense if you're legitimately you know a, a pro you know isis islamic state thing why would you why would you destroy islamic artifacts does it make any sense unless you're just a front for this fucking cult so another example of that happened this week in england where so much stuff just gets destroyed it happens all over europe but this was really really sad so this is in staffordshire there's a place called the crooked house in a place called himley which is a little village now the crooked house was a pub and it literally is if you google it it literally is like that Really, but but it's older than America, right? That's how old this fucking place is, right? So someone set it on fire. Who the fuck's done that? So someone set it on fire. Um, so Staffordshire Fire Brigade, the police, they all turned up. They put the fire out, right? So you know it's a shell, but it's still a shell that's older than America, right? And then within an hour, a bulldozer turned up, and this guy's filmed it. A bulldozer just came up, took the whole lot down, and they don't know who's ordered that bulldozer or anything. But it's it's clearly just another way of getting rid of the history because if you've because if, if you've got you know something to point at from the past, it's a hell of a lot harder to build a fresh start because you've you've got something to look back on. Well, hang on, we had this before. Well, that you makes know. sense of the um, the uh, Georgia Guidestones going. Yeah, yeah, and torching Notre Dame and all these things to get rid of old buildings. 
um, to any anything that, that points you to the past. So I tweeted just saying um, I'd had I'd had I'd had enough by this point. Destroying the heritage of nations has long been the plan of the globalists. Globalists is an anti-Semitic dog whistle. Oh fuck off. Look at the fires in historic buildings all across Europe. Kill the heritage. Kill the link to the past. Replace the population. Uh, that's wayfest. Fuck off. And embrace the new normal. That's what they want. Yeah. And you know the reason I did those little bits in there is because you know that's what they're accused of. If you say globalist, you're anti-Semitic, aren't you? And if you say that there is a replacement, even though that's clearly happening, fucking dingy by dingy. <laughs> and the fact that white people's um, sperm counts are just plummeting lower than any other you know there's clearly something going on um but if you say that you're you know show shola fucking dr shola will be on the phone of course you will yeah she will do yeah it's fucking bonkers mate. I, I, and that's so almost sad. like the mud flood stuff that i don't know much about the mud flood stuff but that that kind of echoes what they they say i'm not saying i agree with them or it ever happened but but they say that there was a the whole mud flood thing was there was almost like a reset there i don't know if when, you know about when, the mud flood I, stuff wasn't Hermione Granger in Mud Blood? <laughs> it's Mud Flood, not Mud Flood. Oh, Mud Flood, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're right. They're getting old, getting rid of history. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Like, there's some people that think that our history only really goes back a few hundred years and that it's all fabricated. That's fascinating to me. So I agree with it, but still yeah. fascinating to me. Um, how would we know? Um, let's have a look at this. Um, this one was from Helen, who is a uh, watcher of what F. hello Helen. thank you for sending this in Hi, um she she sent this in as a what F. this psychologist wants to vaccinate you against fake news right controlled exposure to misinformation can help protect people from falling for it in the future according to research so they've taken the um the the kind of psychology or the or the premise behind um vaccines give you a little bit your body we'll give you a little bit of bullshit so you don't eat the rest of the bullshit Basically, yeah. Well, you become immune to the bullshit. Um, so, which they've been doing, they've been giving a whole load of bullshit for it's way too late for that for, since the early 1900s. Um, so, yeah, basically, traditional vaccines protect us by feeding us a weaker dose of pathogen, in a, enabling our body's immune defense to take note of its appearance. Unless it's an MRA vaccine, they just basically pretend that they've given it to you. Your body reacts and doesn't know when to shut it off. Um, immune defense to take note of its appearance so we're better equipped to fight the real thing when we encounter it that's a vaccine a psychology psychological vaccine what the fuck strain your head Dush. um works much the same way give the brain or, <laughs> give the brain a weakened hit of misinformation women can have penises that's not that weakened hit that that's massive um give a give a weakened hit of in of misinformation shaped virus and the next time it encounters it in fully fledged form its mental antibodies remember it and can launch a defense I mean, what the fuck are they talking about um, but i i agree with him on on that in the sense that if i look at the bbc now i go that's bullshit because i've been fed lots of little vaccines of bullshit I know I agree with the forty-one years. The premise of it, you start to recognise the patterns of how they're trying to trick you. But what? But that's it's the he's term vaccine. It. He's inverting it. He's, inverting he's basically it, yeah. saying, you know, look over there, they're guilty. I think it's you. I think it's you that's guilty. In the same way that army drills prepared them for combat, so about our, um, a pre-exposure. So we've got military in there as well yeah, now. A pre-exposure to an attack on their beliefs could be prepared them against mind control. It would work. An attack on their beliefs. Why is he calling it a vaccine? A vaccine against brainwashing. So it's not a vaccine. It's basically you're saying that people are learning from their mistakes. But it made me laugh anyway. And so Helen sent that in. Um, the fact that they called it a misinformation vaccine was funny because it's mental. Helen is Nella backwards. Nella the... Yeah. I like that, Nella. Yeah, yeah. I like that. It's quite cute name, isn't it? Nella. Nella. You got any more? No. Okay. Um, um, I've got I'm one. Trying to, I'm trying to think now. Of, of, is there anything that... No. No. I told you about that Sprout Derby thing last week, didn't I? Sprout Derby thing? Yes. You know where we went and filmed? Yeah, yeah. So they're back now, right, after five weeks of not being allowed to work with um, vulnerable people and help them because the people that run the allotment don't like me. Um 
they um so they put a tw- uh, thing out on their Instagram right saying how you know we're back now but you know we spoke to Gareth and, and did yeah. a show about self sustainability and growing your own food and so we were banned for blah blah and straight away the same woman if she's a woman I fucking no doubt she does either um, that had gone from the first time was straight bosh first comment and you're like do you know what you fucking woke lot yeah. like you're not happy yeah, so, they're, they're so you managed to get them banned from working with vulnerable kids people with um addictions and stuff you you managed to stop that happening for your own fucking narcissism yeah. for five weeks right which is fucking horrendous and you you know you come out with things about the fact that i, I say things that are apparently a danger you're mark far more of a fucking danger love yeah. right because you're a danger to these vulnerable people for a start um so you've you've achieved that you've won you've won the twat olympics right and then Still not happy. So they come back, they can start working with and bosh, straight on it again. And I was reading it and I thought, Do you know what? I'm biting my I'm biting my tongue here a bit, but I'm actually a fucking ashamed for you. Well I eventually if you carry on doing that, it becomes malicious communication and you can just start reporting and and create a file for these people and they'll get a knock on the door. Because it is, it's harassment eventually. Um, it's it's just I mean what a prick. She's not bright enough to know that... Well, no, she's, she's not right in the head, clearly. No, clearly not. Um, let's do the last one. The first crewed mission to Mars should be all what? Um, transgender, left-handed, black, um, aliens with vaginas. Oh, so close. Female. Oh. But what is a female? Well, it's now. It could be anything you want. It could be Eddie's a... Odds. a, a protruding... <laughs> Vaginaed Eddie Izzard. Here's why. It's not about fairness. It's about using every possible advantage. And this really made me laugh. This is like this is the state of science now. And I don't like doing that, but I fuck it. Um, from oops, swore. From NASA to SpaceX, numerous space agencies and private space flight companies have bold plans to send humans to Mars. Did you see India landed on on Mars the other day? And it was really funny. Like they did like a a mock version of it, and it looked like. It looked like Space Invaders. It was brilliant. Um, I hope it had it. Bollywood music in the background. They did it. I can. Yeah. Possibly even with the new few decades. So, given NASA's ambitious plans to land astronauts on Mars by 2040, a hot topic of debate has been who will get to represent humanity on the red planet. What do you mean represent? Do you imply that people are there? At the centre of that discourse is the 70-year-old argument that an all-female crew would make the most sense, both biologically and psychologically and not just as a matter of diversity and representation basically what they're saying is that that women are smaller so they won't be as heavy and they won't require as much food so they can have more room on the spaceship for ray guns but it depends what what women you're talking about though because Izzard is a big fucking woman but that's it you don't know what a woman is so you've already confused yourself but also if we're going by size why don't we send People with Warwick dwarfism. Davis. Yeah. Why don't we say Warwick Davis and a few of his mates? I'm sure he just hangs around with... They all hang around together, don't they? They don't mix. And, um... Yeah, I've watched Willow. They, they have a whole village. <laughs> Why don't we just send the cast of Willow and the cast of Wizard of Oz to the men? And I know they've got drinking problems and are incredibly angry, angry and sexually frustrated. But just stick him in a tin can and shoot him at Mars. There is, a, there is a bar up there, isn't there? It's called the Mars Bar. <laughs> oh, I love it. Let's end on that. That's a good ending. See you next week. Oh, we've got to do the... do the uh, the. Go to see... Do buy CBD. <laughs> oh, look at that. That's an advert. <laughs> they can put that on their, on their website page. <laughs> Go to supremecbd.uk um, or don't. Like, I'm not telling you what to do. Like, wear a mask. But uh, just, yeah, go there if you, if you want. And use the code WTAF and you get 40% of everything. <laughs> Such a salesman. Honestly, that was smooth. Guys. Go there. Dad, Dad told me a, a story of a guy um, who used to play for Juventus. Um, and he, like an unbelievable footballer. And he ended up managing him for a bit. At Hereford, I think. But he was a really nice guy. And he basically given this big speech of like, you know, we've, we've got like boys, we have to win. And he said, and there was a pause, and, and everyone in the squad's like, it, we don't have to win. But And then he, <laughs> he basically talked down his own speech. I just love the idea of that. We don't have Got to win. win.
Yeah, we have got to win. We have got. Oh, okay, we haven't. <laughs> and then then walk out on the pitch. Am I trying to win or not? <laughs> I don't even know. What's the point? I don't. I yeah. I can know anymore. <laughs> well, you guys, you're all winners for getting us to 199,000 downloads or streams or whatever you call it. So, you're a winner at the game of life. 199,000 problems. And they, and the protruding vagina isn't one. But no, it's not. But that's how you can tell. <laughs>